The Bible is full of principles for living a balanced and fruitful life, but Christian counselors are often needed to minister to us in the midst of difficult times. Today we'll talk to several such professionals and preview the new Criswell College program to obtain a Master of Arts in Counseling degree at night. This is Jerry Johnson live from Criswell College. Join us as we look at today's news from the Christian worldview for Christ and culture. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. December 7th, 1941, a date which will live in infamy. I have a dream. It depends upon what the meaning of the word is. Yes. And the people who knock these buildings down will hear all of us soon. We will not tire, we will not falter, and we will not fail. Welcome to Jerry Johnson Live. For the next hour, this is your place for relevant discussion of topics in the news and in our culture from a Christian perspective. Later in the show, we'll open the toll-free lines for your questions and comments. You may also email us at talk at jerryjohnsonlive.com. Now, here is Penna Dexter. I will not voluntarily put on the chains of France while I am struggling to throw off those of Great Britain. Today, it was announced that 23 Emmy Award nominations are going to the seven-part HBO epic miniseries on the life of John Adams. You may have heard about this. It spans the first 50 years of our nation's beginning. It's also based on the book uh, by historian David McCullough, and it's produced by Tom Hanks. Now, our, our producer here at Jerry Johnson Live, Larry Williams, has been raving about this series. So my husband and I uh, just ordered it on Netflix, so we're ready to watch it. Here is a longer trailer for John Adams, and in it uh, you'll hear David McCullough, the author, and Tom Hanks, executive producer, also Paul Giamatti, who plays John Adams, and Laura Linney, who plays Abigail Adams. Let's listen. So much can be done on the screen, on television, that will move people, and they will feel the story, not just know the information. It was very early in the book where I stumbled across something, a fact of history, that if I had been told this at any time in my educational career, it would have blown my little skull. Objects of the most stupendous magnitude are now before us. I don't think anyone who sees this film will think of the American Revolution in the same way again. We were all terrified when we started this, and Paul and I particularly were, were scared to death, because there's a part of you that thinks, are we going to be able to pull this off? While I live, give me a country. A free country! He's less sort of uh, iconic than those other guys are, you know, Jefferson and Franklin and Washington. I mean, he really was very human. You want the audience to experience this moment of discovery of our own history. The details of this film are extraordinary. I've never seen anything this large. I've never seen anything this detailed. It's kind of a field day for everybody. I don't think any film that's been done about this all-important part of our story has ever been done with such authenticity. 
I'm starting to try to get my mind around Paul Giamatti playing John Adams. I love him as an actor, and I'm looking forward to seeing this. I understand that the cinematography is just absolutely incredible, as is the music, and really a, sort of an educational but entertaining way to uh, see what led up to the American Revolution, the aftermath, our Constitution, and uh, I can't wait uh, to watch it. We thought we'd just bring this to you since uh, this uh, series did receive 23 Emmy nominations. Well, I'm Penna Dexter. I'm so glad to be here. Dr. Johnson is actually going to be back next week, and uh, we're looking forward to having him back here in the studio. He's been traveling with the students here at Criswell College. I want to catch you up on another piece of news because uh, the first Guantanamo Bay war crimes trial was supposed to begin next week. But it was sort of derailed last month uh, because the Supreme Court issued a ruling uh, that sort of jeopardized that plan. They ruled that detainees could challenge their detentions in civil court. Remember that? Uh, well, a federal judge, one of those detainees did, did challenge uh, his detention, and uh, that was ruled on. Here's that story. The ruling by U.S. District Judge James Robertson rejecting an effort by Osama bin Laden's former driver to postpone his trial is a victory for the Bush administration. Judges overseeing hundreds of other detainee cases have said they were watching to see how he would handle the case. The administration plans to use the military commission process to prosecute alleged 9-11 mastermind Khalid Sheikh Mohammed and others charged in the 2001 attacks. James Limbach, Washington. The uh, U.S. District Judge James Robertson said this in the ruling. He said, putting the military commission proceedings on hold now would be contrary to uh, our interests and it would hamper the government's war efforts, not to mention constitute a significant intrusion into areas within the province of the executive branch. That is a real victory in the war on terror and for the Bush administration. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, when you become a Christian, you get eternal life and uh, you get a perfect life here on earth with no struggles no temptation, no family issues, just nirvana, right? Wrong. We know that's not the case. Christians are not perfect people, just forgiven. And certainly we face tragedy in life at times through forces outside of our own control. Sometimes we bring our problems on ourselves. Well, the field of ministry is simply not complete if we are only leading people to Christ. We've got to help people sort of take on the mountains that are in their way. And that's why here at the Criswell College, we not only teach theology, we also have a full course program in Christian counseling. And it's really a wonderful field of ministry. There are a lot of great people in it. And uh, there is a new program starting uh, this fall. We're calling it Mac at Night. And no, it's not a party. It's actually a very serious effort to educate people. People can t get a master's degree in counseling at night. We're going to discuss this with Dr. Steve Hunter. He is Dean of Students here at Criswell. He's also the Hope for the Heart Biblical uh, Chair, and uh, he's going to bring in also some of those who are teaching in that program, and it just ought to be a lot of fun to talk with them. We're also going to take your calls and questions on issues you might be facing in your Christian life. Uh, maybe you've got a problem you wanted to talk to a counselor about. Well, we're going to provide several of them here on Jerry Johnson Live. But first of all, what do marriage and trans fats have in common. There are some attempts to ban both of these things in uh, my home state, the state of California. 
And uh, that state has uh, taken steps toward actually doing both of those things this week. First, on the issue of trans fats, the California State Assembly approved a bill on Monday that would require restaurants to phase out trans fats in foods, and they would actually impose fines ranging from 25 dollars to a thousand dollars on restaurants that violate this it's ab 97 and is sponsored by a democrat in the assembly it would force restaurants and food processors to switch to oils margarines and shortenings with less than 0.5 grams of trans fat it's seen as being a dangerous fat and um, it that may be in fact i try to keep it out of my diet as much as possible but the question is uh, should certain foods be banned by the state now the city of new york has already done this in its uh, restaurants Now the state of California is attempting to ban trans uh, fats in all restaurants. Do you think that's a good idea? Do you think the state has any right uh, doing this? Uh, Give us a call on this uh, issue. We're going to let you weigh in on this uh, huge issue. Who knows? This may go uh, nationwide. One observer said it's an effort by one part of government to get all the rest of us to live according to their values. Sort of the nanny government the mama government. Uh, the number is 800-881-9270. Trans fat, of course, is the most harmful kind of fat in the food supply. But, uh, you know, olive oil, I guess, is, is the best. But we're not really here to talk about nutrition. We just want to know whether the government uh, should be getting into uh, the restaurant business and the uh, medical business. And also in California, there's some good news, and that's because uh, on the issue of same-sex marriage, and of course same-sex couples are marrying in California, there's been an attempt by the ACLU to stop the state from amending its constitution to define marriage as between one man and one woman. That was supposed to be on the ballot in November. Uh, The ACLU tried to stop it, but the California Supreme Court has ruled on it, and they've said uh, it's going to go forward. And uh, basically, uh, the court has refused to hear this case that seeks to keep uh, the gay marriage ban initiative off the ballot in November. Here's a report from CBS in San Francisco. An initiative to ban gay marriage in California has qualified for the November ballot. The Secretary of State's office says opponents of gay marriage have gathered enough valid signatures to put their initiative before voters. It would amend the Constitution to define marriage as a union only between a man and a woman. And if passed, the initiative would trump last month's ruling by the California Supreme Court that legalized gay marriage. As we've said before, this is going to open up a can of worms because in California, gay marriage can spread. These couples that are marrying right now in California, some of them will go to other states and challenge their marriage laws. The Massachusetts marriages were not able to do that, and Massachusetts now is also acting to change that situation because they had a law. It's a 95-year-old law in Massachusetts, and former Governor Mitt Romney actually enforced this law. It presented, uh, it prevented homosexuals from coming from out of state and marrying there and then going back to their states. They just wouldn't marry those people. But they're trying to change that now, and the Massachusetts Senate actually voted to do so. The governor says that he will sign this bill. So we're going to have marriages, same-sex marriages, taking place on both coasts and uh, then trying to wreak havoc on the marriage laws across the country. So it's of concern, and we hope that uh, in California they are able to pass this constitutional amendment banning same-sex marriage. Well, we're taking your calls on trans fats. Do you think the government should ban trans fats in restaurants? Jamie's calling in from Midlothian. Jamie, thanks for calling. Hi. 
I do. This is one time I really do think the government should step in um, and reduce the trans fats because when we go to a restaurant, we have no way of knowing how much trans fats in anything. And if it's not under somebody's control, we just have no idea. You know, there are a lot of other things, though, that are bad for us. Do you think that uh, because, you know, saturated fats are also bad, maybe not as bad, but should... You know, maybe one state's going to decide that it's time to ban uh, saturated fats, so you can't put butter in anything. Or what about maybe we maybe we find out carrots are bad. You know, where does it where does it end? You have you have a point there, but the trans fats are so sneaky. You know, they they're hidden in there, and we don't know it. Mm -hmm. Do you try to uh, eat foods that don't have trans fats in them? Yes, I do. I I do too. Very closely. I do, too. I'm just not ready for the government to start dictating to businesses what to put in the food. But thanks, well, Jamie. You do have a point, but I also wanted to recommend that John Adams series. We watched it when it was new, and we couldn't wait till the next week for the next episode. It was great. Well, good. Are you going to Are you gonna watch it again? Are you going to get the uh, DVDs and watch it again? Uh, probably so. Great. Well, thanks, Jamie. We appreciate your call. And ladies and gentlemen, we have a couple minutes if uh, others want to call in on the trans fat issue. But before we get to the end of the segment and we start talking uh, with uh, Dr. Hunter and just about our Mac at Night program, I want to also report another piece of good news on marriage. Since we're battling marriage and what the definition of it is, uh, the Census Bureau is actually respecting the traditional definition of marriage. And this is as Massachusetts and California, as we've said, are both uh, really legalizing gay marriage, at least at the moment. The Census Bureau will not count same-sex marriages in its 2010 census report. Uh, They say that even though same-sex marriage is legal in some states, federal law defines marriages between a man and a woman. Well, hallelujah for that. Let's go to James and McKinney very quickly. James, what do you think about this whole uh, banning of trans fats in California? Hi, Colonel. Thanks for taking my call. Real quickly. Yeah. Um, why is this different than smoking? We're banning smoking in restaurants uh, in Dallas and all across the country, and I don't understand why this would be any different. Well, that's a good point. Uh, I haven't. I'm not a smoker, and I don't like smoking. In fact, I hate it. It makes me sick. Secondhand smoke. But I'm really not for banning smoking either. I'm for small government and for people making their own decisions about their health. So that's a good point. Uh, thank you so much for calling. Next up, we're going to have a very special couple of segments coming up. We're going to talk about Criswell College Mac at Night program. We're going to talk about the importance of Christian counseling. It's not just enough to lead people to the Lord. Sometimes they face huge problems. We'll discuss it right after this on Jerry Johnson Live. I've got a full-time job and a family, and I'm also getting a master's degree at Criswell College. The new Mac at Night program offers evening block courses for a Master of Arts in Counseling degree. It's so convenient and fits my busy lifestyle as a mom and a professional. Mac at Night offers licensure and non-licensure programs so you can gain ministry knowledge and even prepare for a doctorate. Mac at Night professors are at the top of the Christian counseling field. And Criswell College is partnered with a number of ministries, so you'll get experience and great contacts. My friends and family are so excited to see me back in school with the Mac at Night program at Criswell College. A Master of Arts in Counseling has never been so convenient. Come on, join me for Mac at Night. For more details, call 800-899-0012 or visit criswell.edu. 
Invest in God's kingdom and in yourself through the Chriswell College. See us on the web at chriswell.edu. That's chriswell.edu. You're listening to Jerry Johnson Live. Now here's Penna Dexter. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am sitting in the studio in the Criswell College, as most of you know, and Criswell College is known for teaching good theology, but we're also known for something else. And as I mentioned earlier, it's great to lead people to the Lord. It's great to teach them about Christ and about what the Bible says, but people in this life, every single one of us faces a problem at one time or another. Uh, But also, sometimes things happen to us that we have no control over, and So we need some people to help us. We need some folks that know the Word of God and also just know the techniques for talking with people and pulling out of them what their issues are. And that's one of the things that is taught here at the Criswell College. And with me now is Dr. Steve Hunter. He is actually the Dean of Students here at the college, but he's also uh, the Hope for the Heart Biblical Counseling Chair and Professor of Psychology and Counseling. And uh, he is here to discuss with us the need for Christian counseling and also a new program that makes it easier for some people to enter this field. Dr. Hunter, thank you for joining me. Well, it's great to be here, Penn. It's always a privilege to be on Jerry Johnson Live and talk about uh, our counseling program. Well, we need to talk about it because every time you do join us, not only do we talk about what we're doing here at the college, but people are always calling in with issues. And we're going to open up the phones for that a little bit later so that people can talk to you and also some of the other wonderful folks teaching uh, here in uh, in this department. But first of all, let's just talk about the need for Christian counseling because there are psychologists and psychiatrists helping people out there. Uh, but uh, we need to we need to really have people with a Christian worldview because that's really, in, in many cases, the only true help, isn't it? Absolutely. And uh, we need help. We need help like we need one another. You know, Penna, I kind of think about my own life. I like to, I guess pretend that I have it together. Or oh, you're not perfect? That, um, no, um, not according to my mother-in-law. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, uh, you know, I like to pretend that we're perfect and that we have everything together. But man, in my opinion, I don't know about you. Life is tough. I've got six kids. My wife is going to give birth to our seventh oh, child on Saturday. And so I'm praying, God, you know, help, send somebody. And uh, there are so many times that we need an objective point of view, but not just an objective point of view, someone who loves the Lord, they're filled with the Holy Spirit, and then they have some good listening skills. They're skilled at listening and uh, getting us pointed in the direction that we need to go. And that's what Christian counseling is all about. Talk about the program here at Criswell College. We teach both undergraduates and graduates, and we have a master's program in counseling. So talk about that. Well, yes, we've had the undergraduate program for a while. We're going to talk with uh, Dr. Paul Jacobs in in a moment. He's been here from the beginning, but uh, we've just started uh, a brand new master's program in counseling. We've had our first graduate, June Hunt. She's really the inspiration uh, for the master's program. June Hunt, as you know, is is, um, is, uh, the founder and CEO of Hope for the Heart International Ministries. And um, she was our inspiration to 
to establish the program, and um, we really kind of stand back and we're amazed at what the Lord has has done in um, having a master's program, a non-licensure, and licensure program now, brand new. Okay, in a moment we're going to talk about a way to make it easier for some people who are busy during the day to actually get the master's in counseling. We call it MAC at night, but I want to bring in uh, one of your teachers uh, now, and she is Cheryl Lamastra. And Lamastra, Cheryl, she teaches in the counseling department here at Criswell and also works with June Hunt at Hope for the Heart International Ministries. She's got a lot of other things going. Cheryl, thanks for being here. Thank you, Pinna. Can you talk about the importance of uh, helping, because I see these wonderful young people around Mm -hmm. here who have a heart for ministry. Some of them are not going to go be a pastor. Mm -hmm. Some of them want to actually get in that room and help that person who's who's really got a problem. And it's not just wishy-washy, heebie-jeebie, you know, know, emoting, emotional helping, there are some real sound principles to help people get through their problems in life, aren't there? There really are. And of course, we here at Criswell, we do take the biblical counseling approach. We want to look at the Bible first and see what God has to say. He gives us a lot of truth. Now, the state going into the licensure program makes us do certain things or take certain classes, but we always want to integrate that, which I know uh, Dr. Hunter will get to later. But, you know, talking about what we were a while ago, it's it, what Steve was talking about. I love the phrase of when we're talking about being a counselor, I'm not the redeemer. We have one redeemer, and it's not me sitting in the chair helping someone. You know, I am there as a tool to help, you know, to to assist God in what he's doing in that person's life. He's in the business of redemption. And so that's what I do and um, what we do. And the tools are very important to help listen and the techniques that we have um, and and how to give feedback and, and so forth and to confront people in a biblical way. I imagine that one of the big issues that comes to you when you do counseling has to do mm-hmm. with family and how you get mm-hmm. along with people in your family, especially husbands and wives, mm-hmm. and, and resolving conflicts in the homes. Mm-hmm. So is that one of the, is that one, am I correct? Is that one of the, <laughs> one of the, the big things, issues? It really is. And one of the things we have to do is look at the family of origin and to look at family systems, because most of the time what we do is we are taking our family of origin into our current married family. And so that, what we want to do here in the program, too, is get these students to look first at themselves, because you have to do that before you can go out and help other people. Hmm. So that's actually very enlightening for a lot of the students as well. And and then they're able to make those connections when they're listening to people, you know, sitting across from them. Now, it's not just young people that are taking these classes. As you said, June Hunt, as an adult, was was your first uh, master's graduate. Mm-hmm. So you've got people of all ages and all careers. Um, I have noticed that sometimes people who go through something really uh, troubling in their life and they come out of it successfully, Cheryl, maybe you can speak to this, mm-hmm. they end up wanting to help others, so they go into counseling. Oh, I think they make the best helpers, mm-hmm. quite personally. I... I've had things in my own life and my own past that took me actually into counseling in my early 30s. And out of that, I was I felt the call and the obedience as Steve and I were talking earlier about, you know, going into this is an obedience issue here in biblical counseling. And so, and that is when I went back to school to get my masters in my middle 30s and now I'm 49. So, it's um it's wonderful as an adult and and we have quite a few adults. 
Older it's a second adults. career for many mm-hmm. people. Stephen, I love how you approached the first question that I asked you, and you talked about how you need help. We all need mm-hmm. help, yes. and I guess that's the first uh, step at being a good counselor is to understanding the, uh, the sinful nature of man. Well, I think it's true, and um, I just cannot tell you how appreciative and blessed we are to have uh, Cheryl Lamoster here teaching in our program. She is exactly the kind of professor that we pray about and uh, look forward to hearing from Dr. Jacobs and Pam Green as well. Um, It's interesting that, you know, suffering is something that we can relate to. Sometimes I think I have to be this happy-go-lucky Christian without any problems, you know, to be able to attend a church, but it's suffering and that openness and honesty. Hey, I'm struggling here, and once we kind of begin to share that what's going on and that problem or that challenge or that tragedy, then we see the Christian community come together in in an amazing way. Cheryl, uh, you know, I think that's really true. And I don't know if it's just the South or Texas or um, the Bible Belt, but it sometimes feels like we do have to be Uh, We have to have like a perfect life when we Mm -hmm. walk in the doors of the church. Mm -hmm. And that's the last place where we should have to feel that way. Mm -hmm. But it's the case. And so some of them end up in counseling offices, don't they? Absolutely. And, and, you know, it's the mask that we wear. We often make... Um, you know, we, we wear these masks around trying to be perfect, trying to, to put on the right smile and push all of these things down underneath. Uh, what I tell my clients in my office is that, you know, you're walking in here with symptoms, whether it's relationship issues, depression, whether it's anxiety, eating disorders, et cetera, et cetera. But it's what's underneath that they've been pushing underneath the surface for so long. Yes, we want to help them with the symptoms, but we want to get to the root issue. Mm -hmm. And I think the biggest, I always tell my Christian clients that the one thing that Jesus didn't hide after his resurrection were his scars. And we go around trying to hide the scars and the wounds that we had as a child, as an adult currently. And um, and that's really not what we're called to do. Because it's as we pass each other along life that we need to, to hear each other's stories. It's absolutely true. I tell you, Penny, there is nothing more amazing and miraculous than to meet with someone who's going, they're at the end of the rope, they're Mm -hmm. devastated. And they begin to talk about that and work through that, pray through that, Mm -hmm. process that, and the Lord comes in and works a miracle and you see a victory in that person's life. And to me, it makes Christian counseling worth every minute. It's just powerful and miraculous. Well, you know, well, I'm so ahead, sorry. Cheryl. I was just going to say it's kind of a funny thing, but you know, you were talking about church, and you know, what is the common phrase on Sunday morning? You know, how are you? I'm fine, and we all go around with a smile on our face. If saying, we were, we're really fine. honest, we'd be saying, oh. <laughs> "Well, but I, I have a little acronym for fine: freaked yeah. out, insecure, emotional, and neurotic." Uh-huh. So as we go around talking about being yeah. fine, we can kind of think about that. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about Christian counseling specifically. After the break, uh, we're going to tell you how you can get involved in this field, if you have been interested in this, even if you've got a busy life, perhaps a career, or perhaps you're raising a family during the day, Criswell College is uh, launching its new Mac at Night program. Mac stands for Master's 
of Arts and Counseling. Of Arts and Counseling. Dr. Steve Hunter is with us. Thank you, Cheryl Lamastra, you, for Kenneth. joining us. Next up, uh, we will bring in another one of the wonderful professors in the program. We want to just expose you to what this is all about. Also, though, we'd like to open up the phones, 800-881-9270. Do you have an issue that uh, you may want to ask a counselor about and you just haven't done so? You can do it on the radio. Give us a call, 800-881-9270. You can make it general. You can make it specific. Stay with us for more of Jerry Johnson Live. You're listening to Jerry Johnson Live. Now, here's Penna Dexter. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking about Christian counseling, and it occurred to me as I was listening to the news in the break that when we have bad economic times, uh, sometimes uh, folks just face... uh, issues where they feel that they really have no way out. They may have lost their job or lost their retirement or whatever. And it's just another way that Christian counselors can help people. We're talking about Criswell College, our Masters of Arts in Counseling program, and the new program starting in the fall, Mac at Night. Dr. Steve Hunter uh, heads up the uh, whole counseling department. Dr. Hunter, tell us about Mac at Night. Why did you start this? Well, Penn, it's exciting. Um, As I mentioned, we were inspired by June Hunt, but also by several of our students that are there. Just off the top of my head, I think about Ivan Johnson. I think about Rocky Vasquez. I think about Tiffany Overstreet. And um, they they wanted to they wanted to. increase their effectiveness in ministry to the hurting. And uh, they they just felt so passionate about this that uh, we began building a program basically for them. And um, they're, they're in the workplace. One's a housewife, one's a school teacher. Rocky Vasquez works for Gangs for Christ. And um, so we wanted to be able to accommodate them by offering evening block classes. And so we we actually had students in mind that we just loved so dearly that uh, we built the program around them thinking that um, the Lord will add the increase. That is the spirit here at the Criswell College. And ladies and gentlemen, I want to remind you, our number is 800-881-9270. If you want to call in with a question, maybe an issue you're facing or just a question about the program, uh, the counseling program here at Criswell, I also want to bring into the conversation Dr. Paul Jacobs. He's been here almost from the beginning in the undergrad counseling program, teaches in the counseling department. He's also pastor of First Baptist Church of Heath, Texas, and... uh, Dr. Jacobs, uh, just are you, what what are you thinking about this? Are you thinking this is going to be sort of a helpful idea to have something that at night where people can actually work all day and come here and get a master's? Oh, absolutely. I'm excited to be a part of this. I think it's a needful thing. Uh, There are many counseling programs in our area, but many of them don't address the spiritual issues that people encounter. And the great thing about our program is we don't just teach people how to diagnose physical problems, uh, chemical imbalances and those type of things. And we don't just teach people how to deal with the emotional state of mankind. But we start with the spiritual state of mankind, understanding the nature of God and understanding the fallen nature of man. And by uh, when a student understands that, they've got an effective worldview 
that is Christian-oriented that they can stand on and they can help people and they can pull them up in the process. Are there times, because you also do counseling uh, at, at your church, I'm sure, mm-hmm. that um, when someone comes in with a problem and they assume themselves to be Christians, you find out they're not? Sometimes. Uh, we had, uh, I remember a number of years ago, I had a lady come to me uh, who was depressed. And in just in the c- course of conversation, uh, I shared uh, the gospel with her. She received the Christ as her Savior. Uh, later on, her children, I baptized all three of her children. Uh, I believe that uh, it is our mandate not just to uh, offer platitudes to folks to help them feel better, but instead, our mandate is to get to the heart of the matter with the relationship in Jesus Christ and help people find out who they are in Christ so that they can begin to grow. As the Scripture says, they will uh, work out their, fear, their salvation with uh, fear and trembling. And I believe that's part of a master's program as well, is to give that solid biblical foundation uh, that people will uh, be able to uh, recognize uh, the difference between uh, spiritual attacks, demonic attacks, uh, versus mental illness, Mm -hmm. versus common things that we all encounter, anxiety over a seventh child or uh, depression. A lot of times uh, people have problems, and it's, it really is legitimately because of someone uh, that has done something horrible to them in their childhood or in their life or, or the way they're being treated, and they just can't do much about it. So, you know, with Christianity, I think there's a big difference in the way you counsel someone like that than with worldly counseling, isn't there? Absolutely. What we're trying to uh, help accomplish is uh, not just uh, physical healing and not just emotional healing, but the spiritual healing that I believe comes through Christ. Learning to forgive. Uh, forgiveness, as someone uh, I heard someone say, that forgiveness is taking the responsibility of someone else's wrong on yourself. I think we had a Savior who did that a couple mm-hmm. thousand years ago. Uh, it's not- hard to get that sometimes, though, into people's you know way of thinking about their current problem. It is, but the the one thing I, I think that is so wonderful about our Christian counseling program here is that we strive not just to uh, help people become healers. But we also, uh, in the process, see our own people, our own students, experiencing spiritual healing as well. Uh, A few years ago, I had a student who uh, was in the class, and she opened up and shared about how she had been abused as a child. And that's one of the reasons why she became a Christian counselor, so that she could help those who were abused. And I think it's a wonderful, worthy goal, but I reminded her that Christ calls us to much more than that. Because it's one thing to counsel to those who have been abused if you've been abused, but it's another thing if you can counsel those who are abusers. Mm. And see, at that point, you have come full circle in this healing process. And I believe that the education uh, at Criswell College will help people do that. Dr. Steve Hunter, talk about, um, you can capitalize on that if you'd like, but I don't know how you could really, but talk about how people can find out more about this program if they're interested, because I can imagine there are folks out there who, you know, see this as a way to do something they may have been wanting to do for a long time. For sure. We'll be happy to answer any questions you have. Just give me a call here at the college, call our enrollment uh, department. I know, Penny, you're going to be giving out some numbers here to contact our college. They will send you directly to me or somebody that can help. But, you know, as I'm listening to, to Paul, I am struck by the fact that, yes, he is a pastor teaching in our department. And I think about our professors. They are plugged into vital aspects of ministry in the community. Paul's a pastor. You just talk with Cheryl Lamostra. She's in private practice and works for Hope for the Heart. 
Soon we'll be talking with Pam Green. She's director of Pathways Christian Counseling Center of First Baptist Dallas. And, um, you know, we want uh, those who teach, but it's vitally important that we have those who practice. So is there a practicum in this program? Yes, that's probably the heart of the program so that uh, um, you get some good skills and uh, some good training and then practicum allows the student to put all of that into practice in a local setting like First Baptist Dallas or like Hope for the Heart Ministries or a Dallas Life Foundation, some of those types of settings. Okay, our number here at the Criswell College is 800-899-0012. And who would they ask for, Steve, if they wanted to know more about this Mac at Night program? Uh, they can talk directly to me. I'll be happy to answer any questions they might have. Or um, if they say, hey, this program's for me. It's what I've been praying about. It's what I've been looking for. Then we'll get you connected with enrollment and take care of you. This is Dr. Steve Hunter speaking right now, and of course uh, he heads up, he's the chair, the Hope for the Heart chair of uh, the counseling program here at Criswell College. We also have Dr. Paul Jacobs uh, in the studio with us. He teaches in the program. Again, the number at Criswell, 800-899-0012, or you can go to criswell.edu to find out more about Mac at night. And uh, Dr. Jacobs, before the segment ends, I want to ask you, uh, what would you say are some of the top concerns that people come in uh, as Christians, believers, Bible-believing Christians, that they're dealing with in their lives? That's a good question. Wow. There are many of them who come in with uh, issues of the childhood, I've found. Uh, Also, current issues that they're going through, uh, several are, uh, I've had several students who were newlyweds and surviving that first year of marriage. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have found I've done some of my most effective And if you te- can get them through that, you've, you've <laughs> done a lot. Yeah, that's and right. I, I've found I've done some of my most effective teaching the 10 minutes after class when that student stays behind and they said, you mentioned something in class I need to talk about. And uh, that is, uh, that, that's a wonderful thing about our program uh, is that you, you have contact with your professors and the professors are vitally involved in the lives of students. Uh, there's seldom a day goes by, seldom a week goes by, that I don't receive contact from former students asking a question or posing a question or asking for a recommendation or such, and we're more than happy to do that. And we have such a – I know when I was a student here at the Crystal College uh, back in the 80s, what drew me to this college uh, was its conservative theology. What kept me at this college was the fact that my professors were involved in my life. Mm-hmm. And nothing has changed in that re- regard. Steve, any other concerns mm-hmm. that people come in for counseling for that you think are top concerns? Um, you know, I guess what I see, um, I counsel with a lot of men. It's a great privilege. And um, I see uh, probably two main issues. That's anger and pornography. It wow. just seems like pornography has not only saturated our culture, but saturated our church saturated our homes, saturated our Christian homes. According to Family Safe Media, it's one of the number one reasons now for divorce in the Christian home. And so um, I don't know. I, I love these guys that come forward and they say, hey, listen, I'm having a problem. I can't get through it on my own. I've seen the Lord do some amazing and miraculous things. They're really my heroes. Anybody that can come forward and be honest and say, listen, I need help with this. I want to grow in my relationship with the Lord. I have the utmost respect for. 
And these things uh, really do block growth in uh, relationship Absolutely. with the Lord. And I think it's just wonderful that, uh, you know, people should think about the fact that there are wonderful, loving, caring people out there that can really help you with these issues. You don't need to be ashamed. You don't need to be afraid. In fact, it's the first step to healing to be able to Amen. do that. We don't need to be perfect people. We as Christians, that's the first thing we are not is perfect. And uh, so the sooner that we can uh, get these things out in the open and deal with them, the better. And that's what this counseling program is all about. Dr. Jacobs, thank you yes, so much for appreci- joining us. I know you have you, to Paul. go back to church to teach VBS. That's right. So we'll let you go. Thanks thank for joining us. Dr. Steve Hunter is with me. We are talking about MAC at Night, a Master of Arts program in counseling at night at the Criswell College. To find out more, go to www.criswell.edu or give us a call here at the college, 800-899-0012 and ask for Dr. Hunter. Stay with us. Criswell College is proud to present the new Mac at Night program. It's a Master of Arts in Counseling degree obtained by attending evening block classes. There are licensure and non-licensure options depending on your career goals. Mac at Night features some of the best professors in the field of Christian counseling, and all courses are biblically based. Expand your ministry or prepare for a doctorate. Criswell College makes it simple and convenient. All Mac at Night courses are scheduled with the working professional in mind. If you've got a full-time job, a busy lifestyle, or even raising a family, you're perfect for Mac at Night. Get your Master of Arts in Counseling at Criswell College with Mac at Night. Call 800-899-0012 or go to criswell.edu. That's 800-899-0012 or criswell.edu. Invest in God's work and yourself through this convenient program through the Criswell College. It's Mac at Night. See criswell.edu. That's criswell.edu. Listening to Jerry Johnson Live. Now here's Penna Dexter. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It's your last chance. As a matter of fact, uh, since we're talking about our problems, and all Christians face them, by the way, we have a licensed counselor professional in the studio, and she is Pam Green, and she is uh, teaches here in the counseling department at Criswell College, also director at Pathways Christian Counseling Center at First Baptist Dallas. She's probably seen it all. <laughs> and uh, she's also a doctoral student at Texas A&M University at Commerce. Thank you, Pam, for being here. Yes, I'm thanks, delighted Pam. to be here. Thank you. All right, we asked everybody else what the top concerns were of people coming in with issues talking to you. Do you have like one or two that are top that you've experienced? Well, I would say in general, depression, people who are very, very depressed for lots of different reasons. There's a couple of different roots, I believe, of that. But another general thing would be hopelessness, hopelessness in relationships, a lot of broken relationships, husbands Mm -hmm. and wives. Maybe one of them really wants the relationship to continue and one is done. Oh. And that's a pretty hard place to be in. What about, you know, a lot of uh, secular psychologists will say, you know, do what makes you feel better if you need a divorce, divorce. What do you do in those situations when people are just at the end of their rope? Well, of course, personally, I believe that, you know, Scripture says Christ in me, the hope of glory. And I believe that the enemy is Satan to a Christian. The enemy wants us to be hopeless and to have no hope. And so if they've been told, you know, there's no hope, 
Um, sometimes I say, you know, I'm kind of the last one to hold out hope, you know, so let's see what God will do. And the first thing I, I try to help a person do is to to look at their relationship with God and to say, you know, God, what is there in my life? Psalm 139, 22 and 23 is awfully Search good prayer me. to pray every single day. Search mm-hmm. my heart and show me the wrong of my way. So if a person will do that, accept that charge to first look at their own life and ask God and invite God to just do the searching and expose what is there. And they can look at their hearts. That'll keep them busy. But then also to trust that God is in the process. And I say, you know, let's trust God to do the impossible. Well, uh, good advice. Uh, Great advice. That's probably a good start. Dr. Dr. Hunter, I want to ask you before we get to the end of the program, it's going too fast. Uh, Mac at night, counseling program at night. If you do adjust at night, though, how long does it take? Well, it kind of depends on the number of prerequisites that you would need to complete. But um, two years, we have it set up and basically set up in stone so that you would be able to complete all the needed core requirements and counseling for licensure in two years. Really? Yes. And what? Uh, so what does that involve? What are some of the major classes people would take? Uh, well, you know, uh, I think a good um, a good mix of classes like abnormal and developmental and family classes, social, um, cross-cultural counseling, um, some really good, we have a really good program. You can go online. We have the, the courses listed in our catalog. You can go online and register if you have any additional questions. We'll be, you know, happy to answer those. But um, I think... Um, You'll get some good training, but I listened to Pam, and, you know, Pam's been a friend for a long time, and uh, she is probably the most, one of the most competent and godly Christian counselors that I know, and to be able to learn from her and be discipled by her, mentored by her in this field, I think would be a tremendous blessing. You know, one of the other problems that I've heard um, is out there and growing and I haven't heard either of you mention is, and this probably is just something that uh, is a repercussion of many problems that people face, and that is the idea that someone that might want to take their own life. Mm-hmm. And uh, in this time of financial difficulty for a lot of people, um, the breadwinner of the home may be facing just despair that maybe they aren't able to provide mm-hmm. anymore. And I've heard uh, of you know, many cases where men have thought about that that's the only way out. Mm-hmm. And so I'd say that is one area that might even grow as our economy faces these issues right now. Um, I do want to open the phones one more time in case anybody wants to take advantage of the, this. And if, if you've got something that you want to ask Pam about, you can. It's 800-881-9270. But I want you to just, I'm coming to you right now, and I'm the, I'm the dad of the home, and I've mm-hmm. been providing, and all of a sudden it's just cut off. It's stopped, and I see no hope of finding a job, and, you know, I've got to deal with the finances, but what about just my own mortality? I'm just ready to pack it all in. Well, of course, uh, first I'm going to assess how serious that risk is. I'm going to be listening to you and asking you some questions about you know, the thoughts and the, you know, look, listening for hopelessness and listening to see if there's a plan, listening to see if, you know, you really are pretty serious about this, how often, if you've ever attempted to do this before, if you have a plan, do you have a means to carry that out? So I'm going to be assessing that. 
many people, I would say, think about suicide, um, don't seriously start Mm -hmm. moving toward that. But we've always, always got to look at the possibility that that's a real serious risk to them. And, of course, to talk with them about uh, the people in their lives that would be devastated, to talk with them about the fact that it feels and it seems right now absolutely like there's no other way. But things many times look different, you know, the next day or uh, in a couple of days. And so we're going to start with, you know, letting them talk about some of the pain. And so I would probably ask, you know, for you to tell me a little bit about, you know, how you're feeling right now, what you're thinking right now, what you're doing right now, and trying to help you to be at least trying to do some very basic things to take care of yourself, your spiritual nurturing, um, praying. Most people tell me when they're really thinking about suicide, you know, I'm having a hard time praying. Yeah. I can't pray. Yeah. And so I think it's important for them to have some prayer partners and enlist some people that they know have a vital relationship with Jesus Christ that are walking with them to be praying for them that whom they talk with need to be people who have a relationship with the Lord. And then to begin to, to talk with them about uh, why suicide is just such a permanent solution for a temporary problem. Mm-hmm. That's right. And that that's not the answer. That would not be what the Heavenly Father really created mm-hmm. them here for. And to take small steps one day at a time looking at how to put things back together. This is the kind of uh, thing you're going to learn if you enter this program, if you have ever been uh, interested in counseling others and professionally doing so and using that as a part of your ministry, Criswell College is actually a place where you can learn to do that. And you've heard today from several people who are involved in teaching students uh, to have a counseling ministry. And uh, Dr. Steve Hunter, I'm going to let you uh, here at the end, just kind of talk about this program, the successes that you've seen in the daytime program and now just offering this opportunity for people who can't come during the day but might want to try Mac at night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, it's it's uh, very satisfying. We um, we love these students. We become friends, um, establish relationships that uh, last forever. They're involved in ministry. They'll give us a call. We'll consult together, and it's extremely satisfying. Dr. Steve Hunter and Pam Green, thank you so much for joining me today. Again, uh, it's Mac at night here at the Criswell College. We'll see you tomorrow. You've been listening to Jerry Johnson Live, a Christian worldview radio show. Join Dr. Jerry Johnson, President of Criswell College and Criswell Communications, Monday through Friday at 5 p.m. for an hour of relevant discussion of news and culture from a Christian perspective.